ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Diane Time is here. That's right, we're talking about slugs on Kill by Kill. Well, greetings and salutations, Internet. It's your old pal, Patrick Hamilton, coming to you once again from some town I've never heard of and I hope I'd never hear from again. This is the Kill by Kill podcast, and it is Animal Attacks April, and we are talking 1988 slugs in the hopes that a young high school student's untimely end is just the beginning of the jokes that we can make at their expense. And as always, there's only one person I trust that if I start spurting blood into my cocktail, she'll still want to sign on the dotted line. The one, the only Gina Radcliffe. How are you doing today, Gina? I'm good. I I don't even have a joke. I'm still boggling over the fact that this movie is made in 19 made and released in 1988 <laughs> because it, it it feels very 1981 to me. It's true. I mean, there's not a lot of advancement in plot or filming uh, technology going on here. Uh, I just think it's it's retro even for the time it was made. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the the hair. The we're gonna go deep on the on the music choices in this. Oh my god! Because <laughs> they were some they were some capital C choices. I mean there there is one refrain that I know they bought from a music library. The same one Amazon Women on the Moon uses. <laughs> so and, and there's is, also a piece of music that was later used in the kids' mall sketch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the movie would only be improved if someone in the middle of it picked up a phone and said, No, man, ain't no film here! (laughs) Uh, It's probably too loud. I probably blew out my microphone. But, Gina, I don't want to alarm you. We are not alone. That's right. We have a special guest who is a returning champion to us here at Kill by Kill, the one, the only Megan Sunday. How are you doing today, Megan? I am doing great. Uh, the salad is a little salty. <laughs> well, you know, it's it, it, it the anchovies I put in it. Ah, uh, dang. <laughs> I mean, it's not your fault. I know you worked really hard on it, but... I, I, I know, I have to say that, that Megan is probably my favorite returning guest because she only comes, she, we only bring her off for these shittiest movies. <laughs> <laughs> she specifically says, if you are going to do this shitty movie, I have to be the one to talk about it. Well, I did pieces. I got to get the whole, the one, the one Peaker Simone collection. <laughs> I mean, wow. I, I mean, if you had told me that the guy who made pieces also made a killer slug movie, I, I might have expected something different. But in the end, no, it's a lot of what I expected. A lot, a lot of gore. Yes. and Absolutely horrifically filmed sex scene. <laughs> several i mean anytime <laughs> anyone remotely gets horny this film is just the worst look your eyeballs start to bleed it's like anti-sexy <laughs> and a cast that's half americans who are acting and spanish mm. people who are dubbed <laughs> but also acting i mean i would put acting with a question mark against almost everyone's name in this entire motion picture it is not something you want to watch while eating i'm gonna put that right out there oh yeah right no now. no it, it i is. mean the, the, the special effects are are 
very subpar, and yet it's also still very, very gross. Yes. Yes. And the two sort of main characters, I know this happens because they have very (laughs) common names, Mike and Kim. The actors are also named Mike and Kim. And I, but in this case, I think it's because they couldn't remember other names. (laughs) Yeah, not only is his name Mike, his name is Mike Brady. Yeah. Yeah, I expected him to start making little architecture of his own house over and over again or tell someone to stop playing ball in the house or I don't know. Pick your Brady Bunch uh, trope. Uh, none of it happens. And yet so much happens. I, 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 My notes are all over the place. I wish I could recount what this movie is beat to beat, but this film ruined me. I mean, honestly, <laughs> honestly, the plot can be surmised as carnivorous <laughs> for some reason that's never actually explained. Well, toxic waste. It's, toxic it makes waste. things carnivorous. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah. It, yeah. it causes it you to grow teeth. Yeah. Important to note that this book uh, was, it's based on a book. It's based on the novel. Yeah. Uh, yes, I, I have read the novel, which is somehow way grosser than the movie. It's way grosser. Uh, it takes place in England because they all do. All these yeah. killer animal movies are English when they're in the books. Uh, it's by Sean Hudson, who in his foreword to the recent Kindle edition is basically like, yeah, I didn't want to write a book about killer slugs, but the rats made a lot of money. And my agent said, hey, could you write this with slugs? And I did it in three months. <laughs> and I appre- I respect that. Yeah, well, I, I guess it worked. I mean, did he also hit any killer crab books or did he stop No, those belonged. The, no. the slugs that, yeah, I mean, rats, I mean, crabs really belong to Guy and Smith, RIP. Um, Poor one out. But there are two other uh, sequels to Slugs, the novel. Oh. So Breeding Ground and something I don't recall. Okay. My my favorite, when you mentioned Slugs, the movie, because that's apparently its actual <laughs> title. Just so you're not confused. Now, I right. really wish they'd gone one step further and called it Slugs with exclamation point. <laughs> yeah. But, but it, in Spain, it's known as Slugs, Muerte Viscosa, which is basically uh, the slimy death. I mean. Um, there's eh? a lot of slimy death. There's a lot of slimy everything. In this motion picture. Char- I mean, including the characters. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's get right into it. Uh, we start with waters, uh, just water bubbling, and a woman who takes off her pants to reveal perhaps the highest wasted panties we have seen in this podcast history. And that is saying something. You might as well put them over her shoulders as if she is a farmer. It's incredible <laughs> how high they are. And yet somehow not flattering. No, no. It, I don't think they're flattering on anybody. I don't know what the point of these were. And since she was clearly, no offense to the lovely actress, hired to just be in her panties in the scene, you'd think they would have found some that looked a little better because that's sort of what she's there for. Well, yeah. there's another scene later where a supposedly teenage girl, <laughs> although she looks about 29, <laughs> is is all dressed up and dolled up in lingerie for her teenage boyfriend yeah. the teens love who, who looks 35 oh he's he's a predator and she's got these like 1940s style bloomers on and yes. it's like it's like okay who is your costume buyer for this movie <laughs> there's no way in hell that it, i mean i was a teenager in 1988 and they were not selling that kind of underwear to teenage girls no it looks like she's wearing her grandmother's 
underwear. She's wearing some like like you know Tennessee Williams character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's wearing like pantalettes and a bra with her blouse open over it. And, and they're they're not matching. Also, she's no, it's a not a set. Bra and whatever that is on bottom displayed out on her grandfather's basement bar, you know, <laughs> where loving happens. <laughs> oh, God. Well, because her Wait boyfriend we, is we can't, very we can't go old. all the way there. Oh, we can't okay, just, yeah, we can't. We have okay. to get past this, this boat kill. <laughs> Their jaws opening. Where, where the, the, my fav, my, one of my favorite horror movie tropes when someone disappears underneath the water and someone says, hey, stop playing around. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because once the one a thing, blood the, fountain happens, the, the plane one, is over. The one thing you really should do when someone disappears underwater is stand there and continuously call their name. Yeah, don't look over the side. Yeah, don't, don't you know maybe mm-mm. stick your hand in the water you know to see if they are actually in trouble. No, you you chastise them for forty five seconds about how they shouldn't be playing jokes on you. Yeah, well, I mean, he kind of has it coming because Wayne. As I, the only name that I picked up in the sequence is a fish first, fuck second kind of guy. <laughs> and come on, like, is he worth sticking your hand in slug infested waters for? I don't think so. He's full of Kool-Aid, we learn. Like, who cares? I do appreciate that all the teenagers in this movie are actually kind of like there's, they have other priorities before they, they have sex. Whereas all of the adults are just like, say sex like all right hey go us no all these adults have got to have it 24 <laughs> and the teenagers are kind of like I, listen i'm just not into you particularly i'm poor i pam. need a drink first oh my god at least there's like one kid sticking up for pam later on and yeah he's like where's pam he's like oh i told her to hit the bricks he's like ah you're a fucking asshole i'm like this kid wins the movie yeah he's yeah. the only he's the only, he's the only teenager that i do not want to see something horrible happen to and i and i'm okay saying that because none of these actors are anywhere near actual teenagers <laughs> no. I, I, i'm not i'm not wishing to see children die yeah i, I wrote down based on a novel uh <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one. Of, I think that's one of the things that Megan and I bonded over was that you know we found someone else who actually had read Slugs the novel, <laughs> <laughs> and it's something. Oh uh, yeah. So after the very slug blue slug filled uh, opening credits, which uh, I believe I estimated lasted five and a half hours, it, it's <laughs> a very languid pace. Well, they're slugs. They don't have anywhere to go. Um, and more people in this movie fall into them than they attack. We open on a guy who's walking at night in his pajama bottoms, and I respect it. You know, in a pandemic <laughs> world, this makes a lot of sense. 1988, it was a little odd. Well, yes. Well, it's a requirement in any animal attack movie and or novel that a drunk has to die yeah. so that everyone can just be like, well, you know, old... Carl there, he liked to drink. Yes, but his <laughs> face was eaten. You know, he, you, know, you, know, you know what happens? You get drunk, you pass out, a raccoon eats your eyeballs. <laughs> so I think that happens in, in Slither, which is about killer uh, lizards, where a guy passes out on the banks of the Thames and he's drunk and like lizards eat out his entire like chest cavity and everyone's just like, mm-hmm. well, this was a pickle for that old drunk. <laughs> <laughs> People usually drink a lot of cheap alcohol and wake up 
a, a slime filled skeleton. Yeah, they just eat it just explodes. Yeah, I mean, you. I mean, yeah, I mean, we come on. We've all had our our, our times where we drank some questionable alcohol <laughs> and and woke up and like our intestines were hanging out of our mouths. You know. I mean, yeah. We went, Whoa. Yeah. Uh, this uh, particular victim is named Ron Bell. We'll hear his name later on, but we never know who he is to begin with. Uh, he, whenever he drinks, he, it's like my favorite thing um, in just any movie. When someone drinks hard alcohol and they make a scrunchy face, like "ow, that hurts my tum tum." <laughs> yeah, it's like, aren't you used to this by now? Yeah, really. Yeah, what is the pleasure of drinking this if every time you drink it, you're like. Mm-hmm. Like Ron, you're on the lighter fluid, man. Like, <laughs> um, he he opens a pizza box and dislikes it so much that he throws it in his own basement. Like, oh, that like, is I, not, thought there were, I thought there were slugs in the pizza. I thought that's why you we don't see what's like inside that. the pizza, so we don't fucking know. He just looks at it and goes, "Oh, not for me," and throws it in the basement. That's that's how you get killer slugs. Yeah, it is how you it's get the pe- killer it's, slugs because everybody in this in this town, the horrible slob, apparently. Oh my God! Yeah, and this is when, after he decides to dispose of his pizza in his own basement, lays down on the couch and is killed by slug couch. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean nobody. Okay, Megan knows this. I am actually mm-hmm. terrified of slugs. Yes. Um. The the reason why I was able to watch this movie is because, in close up at least, the, the slugs look like little poo poos. They're not. They're not. They're. <laughs> They're not very scary looking. And I know logically slugs don't actually, they don't do anything. They can't hurt you. I just, they're, you know, they, I I got one on me once. I almost fainted. I like had a minor meltdown over it. And, and, but like, I don't know how people cannot see these things. They're huge. (laughs) Yeah. You've got the ones, you've got the previously mentioned sex scene in which they are so involved in what they're doing. They are not aware that the entire room is filling with <laughs> slugs and i would imagine that you get enough slugs they're gonna make a noise well they do they make that little like yeah they're gonna make noise. you're gonna hear like a slithering noise or like hey there's something in here perhaps we should stop fucking for a minute internal light and see what's going on but no they nobody sees these things in salad Nobody no. sees these things crawling around in their sinks. Like uh-huh. they're just, they're just completely like they are absolutely oblivious to these like six, six inch long snot trails moving around their houses. And the thing that this movie does not, it doesn't go all the way that it could. Cause I don't recall specifically from the book, but having read many, many books like this, I guarantee those slugs were going up his, his, his anus. Um, <laughs> Wait, well, how much money do you want to lay on this, Megan? I mean, let's make well, this interesting. So I've read, I've, I've read the novel, the nest, which is yeah. about killer cockroaches and sure. that. Yeah. Um, as well. And uh, the aforementioned slither, I think lizards are also doing this. Uh, these lizards get around uh, squelch. I think the jellyfish just go into people's mouths, but also there's that. So mm-hmm. I would, I mean, he lays down on the couch and then starts yelling. And I mean, what else are they doing? They're not just goosing him. <laughs> they're not just being, they're not playing around. It's not a game of like uh tickle tag or something like that. No, they're I definitely think going up as hoo-ha. I, that's what I'm, I, that's what I'm saying. Okay. 
I mean, on the record. Like, I, this is just this drives me crazy though that 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 nobody notices these things. Like, well, probably the the peak gross out scene is is when a slug melts a guy's face off, which I'm still not quite sure what what happens to that man. Oh, there's parasites inside the slug. Oh, okay. They like or they what? like they like burrowed out of his face or something yeah. like that. Yeah, but it's a slug explosion. This the, now are we to to understand that he ate a slug? Yes, it was in the salad. Yeah. In, the in the salad, salad. that yeah. he must have confused with anchovies. Well, she which, slices his his wife Maureen, who loves the booze. Uh, she doesn't. The booze also loves her back, maybe. but she wants to give up because she can't lose her very tired husband. <laughs> He's so tired. <laughs> this whole movie. Her her rock bottom is him going. My tum tum hurts. Like <laughs> that's when she's like, "Listen, I can't keep up my alcohol habit if it's going to mean that you're gonna have like an IBS situation. Maybe I need to see somebody." Or when they're at the bar earlier, and she's like, "No one wants to dance with me. I'm drunk." Oh, man. Well, I mean, listen. Let's not. We're just so everyone knows we're talking about Maureen, a character who you know the kind of drunk she is because she puts Heineken in a champagne glass. <laughs> I just so um, I, I I don't like she cut the so she cut the slug into pieces. Uh-huh. But he still ate it. Yeah. Now I, well, I I don't think that that slugs and anchovies have the same texture. So you <laughs> it, you it, what is he just chewing on this and be like, well I guess that's some kind of new veggie. I, I think he has an iron stomach up to this point. Um, and does I mean, he have an iron mouth? He also <laughs> was one of these aforementioned adults that comes home from work and has got to have it. So, I mean, yeah. he was he was in like, you know, a post-coital salad eaten fog. It's kind of an aphrodisiac for him. He just needs something a little slimy and a little salty and oh. that just revs his engine. God. <laughs> Why? It's not me. Uh-huh. I'm not that person. Slugs has done this to us, Gina. You guys are you guys are lucky. I love you. I would I would never talk about this movie. I would never watch this movie for anybody else. You know, I've I saw this it movie year, like five times. I saw it year. I saw it years ago, and I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Oh, Slug boy. melted the guy's face off. Yeah. Um, what I mean, we during this this drinking meeting we we get to meet some of some big players here including the aforementioned Mike and Kim Brady. Now Mike we learn he's not much of a dancer and Kim <laughs> is convinced that Mike sucks at dancing. So that's what they have in common. That's what brings them together as people. She does not actually seem to like him very much. I love that the no, dialogue the dialogue in this is just this this is amazing. It's like I'm not much of a dancer. Yes, yeah, sure are. <laughs> Can confirm. Yeah. Oh, I love a couple that passively aggressively digs at each other in front of their friends. I mean, even His later when they have lie. sex, it's just sort of like, hey, get a load of this. All right. <laughs> She's also one who's who has like three layers. She's got like panties. She's wearing laundry. pantyhose. She's still wearing pantyhose. Thank you. Who wears pantyhose and not to have sex? Stockings. Like she doesn't have a garter on. She's no, wearing full pantyhose. Like Kim. She wants to make it difficult for him, you know? I mean, 
I mean, we, we can all attest to the difficulty of having to p- put on or take off pantyhose. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> She, it seems lovely, but her hair is rising out of her skull as if she has been recently electrified. <laughs> and he has gotten hair plugs that have not grown in. <laughs> there is a front shelf to his hair that seems to be independent of what's happening behind it. Yeah, I gotta respect I gotta respect the filmmakers though, because they are not casting actors for their looks in these movies. No. no. Like if you if you look at this and you look at pieces and you look at pod people i mean mean, half of them the same people yeah none of these actors are workers all of them deserve to have a a dead hand rip their penis off he is not in this film that actor i don't know how he escaped the i feel like he should he should have he should have been cast as like the high school student oh my god he'd have been the boyfriend (laughs) yeah that's probably who they wrote that role for (laughs) then he just couldn't do it there is one guy in the background when uh, Mike is introducing yes. Kim to Dawn who has, I think, a slug as his mustache. Yes. It seems to take yes. up, uh, I'd say, 35% of the real estate of his face. I was so furious at Amazon Prime because you can't screen cap or anything. And I oh, didn't I feel... Have, I have I have. Okay, thank you. Because the world needs to see what is happening with this extra in the background. Because I don't know how that's even possible. I don't know either. But once I saw it, I, I had to rewind and, and really work on trying to find yes. the best shot of it. Because he's in he's in profile. So you can't see his whole face. But if there's one whole face I want to see in this motion picture, it's his. I want to know what's happening with that mustache, y'all. It's <laughs> astonishing. This is also one of these scenes where, again, the wardrobe department was just going, I don't know. Because... No one is dressed for the same kind of venue. No. What is this venue? Like, I guess it's just the local steakhouse or something. But Kim, Kim is wearing a very shiny, you know, peplum, very 80s. 80s mom goes out. It's a shiny plaid, which is not something you see every day. No, it's a rayon astonishing. plaid. Yeah, it looks like it looks and a little bit like it looks like it's made out of a Christmas tree skirt. <laughs> uh, Maureen is, of course, wearing all black and stockings and the whole not like bright red pumps because she's the lush. So she's wearing black and alcohol. That's yes. what she has. Yeah. And her husband is wearing a full suit because he's a businessman. Very businessman. Um, I didn't get I, I don't have his name in front of us mm. because it's not spoken aloud until halfway through the movie. It's yeah. just something, it's, he's just a character that happens. We do meet someone important here, and that's Don. He's the county sanitation supervisor, or as he refers to it, a college-educated poor plumber. So th- that's Don, and Don's very Spanish wife. Who is apparently, like, a name, I guess, in Spain, because she gets the and, which I know is just, you know, her agent was like, she gets the and, but still. Like a special guest and. appearance by. Yeah. Yeah, Concha... Uh, quite, I'm going to ruin this poor woman's name and she doesn't deserve it, but Concha Cuetos. She's the mom from Pod People. Oh, there you go. Yeah, this movie seems to have a a very puzzled idea of what sewer workers and the health department do. (laughs) I mean, it's the only, like, it's really the only movie I've ever seen about heroic civil servants. 
<laughs> because well, half's of half heroic. The other half you want to toss into a slug-filled pond. True. Because, true. because my, Mike is called in. He Mike works for the health department. He is called in these various slug death, slug-related death scenes. Uh-huh. And yet nobody seems to know why he is there or who called him in. No, they just demand he come up with answers and answers quick. And and the answers he does come up with, they don't like. No, like <laughs> so he goes with the sheriff the next morning. They're evicting Ron Bell. I guess because he's a slob. Yeah. I think the, there he, is we do get a he does spy a, a an eviction notice um before his slug uh, explosion. Yeah. There's a vague development plot line, which is how the toxic waste comes into play because it we I, we will learn later that like 25 years before they covered up a toxic waste dump, which I guess no one was alive or in town to remember <laughs> this. Yeah. Uh it's sort of like Star Wars where everyone's like, what were those? Clone Wars that happened <laughs> when I was alive, but I don't remember. I didn't watch the news. Like, like many things on this program, it is a thing of myth that was probably reported in a newspaper, but no one retains that information. No. And they, so I guess he's probably being evicted half because he's a slob and half because they want to tear his house down. But why would, yeah, I guess the health inspector is there because, oh, Ron, you're nasty. <laughs> And the music in that sequence when they go to Ron's house is something from a buddy cop comedy episode. Oh my God. This, the, the music. Let's, let's, can we talk a minute about the yes. music in this? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, obviously it is all um, public domain. Music. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think there might be one quote unquote rock song on the soundtrack playing during the party. These teenagers have uh, towards the end of the movie. But you've got this like TJ Hooker esque, you know, adventure cop music. You've got the Aloha song in one scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just like she just changes the station on her radio. And... <laughs> I've never been to a town that has has that has more public domain music radio stations. And then and then bird. my absolute. Favorite moment. I thought for a second that I was having an auditory hallucination. <laughs> Towards the end of the movie, where they're having their big final confrontation with the slugs, the music that is playing <laughs> is from a very notable Kids in the Hall sketch in which a character claims to have had the pear dream. Again. <laughs> it, 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 again. This again. Is, this is, yes. <laughs> this is what I'm, was, I, was I there? <laughs> You were lost. (laughs) It it is just look at look it up. Just look up the pear dream, and and this is the music that they use. And it is in in slug. It's supposed to be you know very scary. You know, oh my god, can can these two survive? Music, and it is incredible. It's isn't it also used in the to do list for kids in the hall. The, I've got seven things to do. It might do be, but I think it, I, but this is the one, the pair dream is what really stands out yeah. because it's so such a key element of the, of the sketch and what makes it funny. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I, oh my gosh, the music here is insane. I just want to say before we get to the sheriff uh, a little bit, I did have one note that really everyone needs to hear. And that is, I am against the low purr that Mike makes during lovemaking. Uh, I am against all of the lovemaking that happens in this movie. Yeah, frankly, down with it. 
There's no more sex obsessed but anti-sex movie than Slugs. It is. is. I I am I I'm gonna get gross here, and I'm gonna say I'm completely against the slapping noises. In the, oh in the, my god! In, look at the Where where the I, feet, where we're supposed to believe that the the girl is so into it that she is sobbing in ecstasy, like she's she's having a crygasm. Is that what's happening? She's so like. into this guy, just railing her uncomfortably <laughs> while he she's, drinks whiskey. He's got a whiskey dick situation, and she's saying, "Don't stop! I'm in the middle of weeping." <laughs> like, he's gonna have to stop because he can't stop. He has to stop to drink because he's forty-five I mean, and he's the... dating a seventeen-year-old. Well, he looks like a teenage Cro-Magnon. It's it's <laughs> wild the forehead and head of hair that he's rocking. I, oh man, I, I all of the teenagers here look like they were pulled out of a Mad Magazine parody. They just all look uh, like they're riddled with acne and have a serious glandular problem. And also they're 27. I could not not give a shit less that that people in their their very small town are being found with the the flesh stripped from their bones. There is an abject total dismissal of these stripped from skin blood skeletons that they mm-hmm. find like well it's another one of those well put them in the bag boys yeah this scene let's get on with the daily jobs we all have this scene where this guy's face melts off happens in the middle of a crowded restaurant and yeah everybody's a little like oh my god and, and then like nobody talks about it the you know people he he dies in front of don't beat feet and get the fuck out of town. You know, no, they, they have business to conduct. You know, they, they, they have to you know, continue signing this contract with this man whose face melted off in front of them started. Yeah, yeah one of the guys who's signing that contract says the phrase, well, we might as well do it. Not once, but twice. And that's not that's not what I think of when, like, someone's hot to do business. It's like, I might as well sign this contract. <laughs> no, you don't have to might as well do it at thrombinos <laughs> local italian joint which the waiter is like uh would you like the order <laughs> that's just know. so that they can say i think there's worms in the food and they can have you know somebody's uncle giovanni being you know really upset about it and, and basically doing a lot of hand gestures 100 ripping off the same scene from 78 invasion of the body snatchers they oh, had yeah. the exact same scene in there, except it was it was a caper that was mistaken for a rat shit. See, now we have two movies in a row, Gina, that are directly ripping off that seventies invasion of the body. And, and it's not even an animals <laughs> attack movie. It's a it, I know. it's a people attack movie. It's an alien movie. Like they're alien invaders. <laughs> but everyone's like, you know, an essential part of this is we have to have a health inspector. Otherwise, it's not an animal attack movie. Like, no, that's not a that's not a thing, y'all. But but honestly, maybe this is why I I've never opened up a business or gone into business or been a business person. But <laughs> if I'm trying to set up a deal with someone and mm-hmm. their fucking face melts off in front of me. <laughs> Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that as a portent of maybe I shouldn't go through with this deal. 
Yeah, that's like you're buying land. And the last thing you want at your casual business lunch is someone's slug explosion to happen right in front of you. And the 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 female half of, of this business duo, whose name we never hear, mm-hmm. is, <laughs> is like, I don't know, I'm slightly disturbed by this. And the guy's like, oh, no, no, no. I got to make this mall in the middle of slug country. Where's a pen? <laughs> and then the mayor's like, the mayor's like, oh, call the police on the health inspector. It's like, didn't you hire him? Yeah. <laughs> like, nobody, nobody him seen, right now. Like, he works for no, you. Nobody seems to know who the health inspector works for. And Mike's well, like, I think that's kind of slugs coming out of the sinks. All you have to do is turn on the sink. And the mayor's like, all right, I've got one. And he opens up a secret cabinet in his office that's behind a bookcase. He has <laughs> a sink in behind his bookcase. Yeah, all what these all, all town these is this? all these bureaucrats seem to have like their own personal toilet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy, the 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 town budget in Ashton, wherever fucking state this is supposed to be, Spain, Ashton, Spain, Ashton, Spain, North Spain. Um, is just through the roof for private toilets. They just <laughs> everyone's got one, and uh, a lot, uh, a lot of, lot of, lot of shots of toilets in this movie. There and also, is a disturbing amount of toilets in this movie. What kills me about the sequence when they find Ron Bell's body is yeah. that one, we have of course the deputy who is all overcome. He never saw anything like that, not even in Nam, and. When they're driving, I don't know, back from wherever, they're trying to debate what they could have been. The sheriff's ideas are wild dogs or raccoons. Yeah. <laughs> Mike points out that either of those animals would have done more damage to the general like area and not just, yeah. you know. And if it's a raccoon, they would have shit somewhere because that's what they do. Yeah. And he suggests rats, which the sheriff is like, oh, bullshit. And it's like, okay. <laughs> I think Raccoons it's a little I more likely believe, first I draw of all. the line at rats. Yeah. <laughs> Real flex. Also, I can think of like six movies where rats eat people's faces. So like, come on. I mean, I think it's, uh, we know it's possible. Yeah. Oh, there's that, there's that rat movie from Canada, Gina, where they dressed up wiener dogs as rats. <laughs> oh, are you talking about the one where they like attack a bunch of people on a subway? Yes. Oh, that's oh, a uh, deadly eyes. Yeah. Deadly eyes. That was another oh, one. That- that- that was another that's one that baby eating in it. Yeah, that's another one that yep. freaked me out when I was a kid, and and like and basically like the rats win at the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whenever there's an actual like like a kid gets it, which uh, in the book slugs uh, happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, I think it's is it grizzly where the kid gets his arm ripped off oh, by yeah. a bear. Uh, of course, alligator. Yes, the yes. kid gets pushed in the pool. We, mm-hmm. we did. We just covered uh, prophecy where, where a, 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 kid, a kid gets flanged into a into a rock. <laughs> oh God, I can see it in my mind. It's beautiful <laughs> in my mind's eye. Fl- are we trademarking flanged? Yes, we are. Right? We are now. All right. He tries so hard. Let's make a T-shirt out of it. Hops for his life. <laughs> but yeah, no, not to rats. Uh, and then. That I think the next ones are the old people. Oh yeah! yeah. Oh my God! This is so the so Gina's the, favorite sequence. Yeah, see the the, the 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 melting, the face melting is probably the grossest. This is yes. the dumbest one. Yeah, this, this, this is, is the, cra- I mean, the we cast have to talk about at home. the mechanics involved here with 
a slug crawling into your glove, and then all of a sudden you're like, I'm being thrown around by the slug in my glove. I have, not... it's, I have forgotten how to take off a glove. <laughs> the only way I can think of this is hand me that hatchet. No, 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 no. Cut off the parts of your, maybe your hand that it's biting, but you don't have to call out, cut off the entire hand. That's not really how it works. And then he does it so hard that he causes sparks and the entire greenhouse explodes. Because apparently he has like acid in his greenhouse? Greenhouses, I have, this is my note, is that is just WTF is in greenhouses. (laughs) Because also in the movie Frogs, animals like cause a chemical reaction that makes a poison gas that kills a guy. Yeah. Well, well, this, go ahead, sorry. What is in greenhouses? Maybe I just, I have like miracle Grow. Well, I mean, the, you, you, fertilizers you, can be explosive, right? But they're not—they're not giving off. But they're not giving off like smoke when when you knock yeah. over. And this is clearly liquid. He's 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 knocking over like like he's got like mason jars full of kerosene or something. <laughs> yeah, they and, were and, also and, storing all their gas for the the lawnmower and a ton of nitrate film. Yeah. Yes. Well, well, this was, right. this this scene also has one of my favorite bits of dialogue in it, which uh, his his wife brings in a plant. And mm-hmm. says, what are these? And he says, they're slugs eggs. I don't care what they are. <laughs> you, just, you just fucking asked. There are so many moments like an that answer. in this script where someone will say, well, you can't do that. I think I'm going to do that. Wait, no, I said you, what? And you're just like, oh, no one ever went back. Yeah. No, there there are no second takes no. in this movie. Like we're well, sorry. Every every movie we've done lately, other than like the Scream movies, just feels like you know, yeah, this, we are on a very limited budget for film here. There there is a real whiplash going from Scream to, to <laughs> Oh my yeah. god, Scream Two. I already, I already thought it was. I already thought it was great. Now it's like some kind of fucking masterpiece. <laughs> well, this greenhouse goes up. Oh, well, yeah, but after five minutes of him chopping at his hand and yelling, help me, Joan, help me, help me, Joan. And, and Joan's and like... hand, Evil Dead 2 style, just like <laughs> leading him on a trail of destruction <laughs> for three minutes. And meanwhile, you know, Joan's in the house like bopping away to the, you know, Aloha A song for some reason. <laughs> they, couldn't, they couldn't afford the theme from a summer place. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't. I don't understand why he was not. Why having something in your glove renders you unable to take it off? I think he was just so. Uh, it was in so much pain. <laughs> just so much pain. Gina. He was in a pain panic, and <laughs> I guess. I mean, yeah, like I but, recently spilled a bunch of nail glue on my leg. And I was Ooh. kind of in a pain panic because I was wearing leggings and I was like, oh, let me get a rag. Oh, God, it's going through the fabric. <laughs> Nail oh glue, God. ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Uh, I'm fine. But okay, good. I also, I think, you know, I wasn't being led around by my leg necessarily. But I think there was probably a moment that my husband was like, I don't know what's happening, but <laughs> maybe I have to get a hatchet. But no one did the hatchet. <laughs> Well, if, you know, see, you know, you know, but unfortunately, Billy was out in the living room just dancing to Aloha. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> just vacuuming and dancing around. More, he's he's one of those uh, those she shanty folks. So I'm I'm losing it 
I'm losing my leg in the we've office. Now had, we've now had two movies where people get lost in vacuum dancing. This and Sleepwalkers. <laughs> so that's like a legit thing. Like, like vacuum dancing will put you in another realm. Well, this is loud old vacuums. Them? They didn't yeah. have Roombas. <laughs> so whenever I vacuum, I always, I'm always convinced I hear the doorbell ring. Yeah. And I'm sure, and you know, and you guys have you know younger children, so you're back. I mean, you're convinced you hear your you know your, your, your kid yelling, "Mommy or Daddy." You know? Oh no, my kid hates the sound of vacuuming, so she'll just walk into the room and yell, "Stop!" <laughs> <laughs> Our lives Aren't are you... endlessly inconvenient to hers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about yours, Megan, but my kid has a habit of eating food while walking around the house, mm-hmm. like. You put a plate of food in front of them at a table or a kitchen bar. He's like, great, thanks. Picks up the food with his fingers and starts walking around doing business. Yeah, there's a lot of, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to play in my room. Why do you have your lunch? <laughs> lunch doesn't go in your room. Yeah. Uh, we're going to bring that back out into where we eat food. And Just, yeah. just leaving a trail to the witch's house. <laughs> she is the witch. I love her, but... <laughs> that's Harold and wife they they explode um Maureen gets drunk on three fingers of creme de menthe and falls asleep to a seaweed western I don't know what's happening <laughs> I do want to point out though that when Mike learns about the death of the old people yeah he does my favorite acting of all time which is his wife says, did you hear it happened? And he says, no. And she's, he's like, what about them? And she says, they died. There was a big explosion in their greenhouse. And he goes, no, they were nice people. And I liked them a lot. Yeah, I love that. He <laughs> sounds so sincere. And if there was ever, they're he's nice not people. facing the camera. If there was ever an argument for ADR, <laughs> like, please just let this guy do it one more time. Nope. nope. Yeah, they've Mm-mm. only got one shot at this. And if he emphasizes the wrong syllable, it doesn't much matter. It's like they, they were, were filming not- a play. So we can't go back. Oh, this movie has big filming to play in. <laughs> Once a camera is put down, it's not getting picked back up again. <laughs> we do what we have to cover here. And then, you know, we just literally salt the earth behind us and move on. If they'd salt the earth, the slug wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he tries to to poison them with like slug poison, but they they just eat it up like it's candy. They eat it up like yeah. candy. And love of the wife's like, why don't you try salting them? They're like, oh hey, it's a good idea. Yeah, nobody tries that. <laughs> like who hasn't heard of that? Although to be fair, we get slugs in our house sometimes, and I've put salt down in front of like the door frame, and I think they're just sort of like, <laughs> yeah, okay. They got a little little tiny pulp for Walt. Hey, there you go. A business guy is named David. I finally figured it out. They have uh, the blandest names. Yeah, they're not, really, they're not super creative with the naming in this movie. Someone just they're, flipped through a book and was like, I don't know, Kim. They threw darts at a, a phone book, and this is what they came oh, up Maureen. With. Good. It's fine. But, but Dave, when David comes home, he's like, ah, did you make dinner? And she's like, I thought we would eat healthy and have a salad. And David goes, well, I was kind of hoping for a steak. And it's just like, well, you know, we eat too much red meat. And he goes, well, I was kind of hoping that we would have sex first. <laughs> he kind of hoping for a lot of shit. Like, did you mention you wanted a steak this morning before you left for work, David? Because, uh, I mean, 
Yeah, you don't have to try cooking your own goddamn steak. Yeah, even. really. You know, how about contribute? If you want steaks, why don't you pick some up on the way fucking home and then we can cook them together, asshole. Also, I mean, they seem to be doing pretty well. Honestly, just go out to dinner then. You want a steak so bad, we'll go out, let someone else make it. I don't know how David gets all the slug parts of the salad because when she's chopping through it, like there's olive style rings of slug in every single slice. That's how I don't know how he doesn't notice this. I think you can Uh, also see the wires that were keeping the slug model like in the in the lettuce. Also, she has no other vegetables but the greens. It's it's (laughs) anchovies. It it is a big bowl of lettuce. That's not even a Caesar salad. I was like, oh, she made a Caesar salad, but no, that's. No, you put anchovies in the dressing is either salad. You'll just toss anchovies into a salad. <laughs> also, nothing um, else. Like, yeah. just, well, I know you're eating light, but nothing in bread. I mean, I, 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 you know, sometimes enjoy anchovies on pizza, but I can't even imagine just having a raw-ass anchovy on top of a salad. <laughs> and that's all it is. It's lettuce and anchovies. Here's your salad. Yeah, it's like, it's like, salad. It's, it's like done. eating, it's like eating a mustache salad. Well, I know a guy in a bar who has a great mustache. For this. He's got mustache to spare. He wanted to be in a movie, but he was also wanted for many crimes and he had to hide his face. Mainly against humanity. Um, then we learn that the the business that he's in is called Calgor. So he's a businessman for business. He does business. He does business for Business Incorporated. With other business people. Uh, we then cut to two more old people, and I thought Bobby was going to rob them. Unfortunately, it uh, <laughs> turns out that he's just waiting for them to leave so he can have sex with his girlfriend, as we uh, denoted earlier, by causing her to cry gasm. Explain Ugh. how this house works. I don't uh, understand the layout of, of this inappropriate house. stairs. Like, I, I don't know where they're all going. It's obviously two, two stories because you can see it from the outside. Yeah. But the front door seems to go to a, a sunken mud room. Yeah, and they have uh, a, a full bar downstairs. Yeah. Which... Well, this has got to be the Midwest. Like, if you're in the Midwest, you have a bar downstairs because you're not coming up for three months, so you might as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, my yeah. aunt has one, and she's in New Jersey, so, you know. Uh <laughs> But I'm I'm in I'm in L.A. We don't have basements here. So, well, hers isn't in a basement. It's just in the living room. But I'm just saying she has oh. a full bar. I think oh, it's also damn. that same bar. Because your aunt invited me over. This sounds like a damn good time. <laughs> she would, honestly. <laughs> uh, well, keep, keep me in mind. You know, the next time there's a party happening, give me a ringy dingy and I'll come <laughs> over and make sure I have lots of whiskey before I have sex because nothing goes better with premarital oh sex than too much whiskey and i guess you know she's just been so eager for it because earlier we saw them she, he was picking her up after school and of course they're that makeout couple she's like licking his face in one scene oh like, my oh god, god just when they're in the restaurant stop it. my god they're all also so offended they call kim the wicked bitch of the north which is how maria introduces herself to kim early on in the movie she's like oh she doesn't look like a bitch Kim's like, excuse yeah, and then, and me? The, 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 the film, the, the, the writing in this movie is so, you know, so great and so astute at character development. We never actually see why she has this nickname. No, she she's teaching homework. them, I think it's Romeo and Juliet, and she gives them homework, which is read act three, and then we're going to have a quiz, which is, yeah, homework for your, yeah. when you're reading a play. 
And they're we just like, oh my fucking, God, this But bitch. now we're reading act three of this because there's a quiz on Monday. That's that's why she's and they a bitch. She has a don't want to go. Pam doesn't want to go to this Halloween party because, you know, they're going to have that exam and everyone acts like, well, we can't let that bitch control our lives. Well, no, you have exams in school. <laughs> Yeah, I, just, I like, I sorry, I like the arbitrary. I like the um, arbitrary, you know, Halloween party, and at no other point in time in this movie does this movie appear to take place around Halloween. These, no. these are the parts they filmed in Spain, and they were like, "We don't know what is." <laughs> they go yeah, to a party, is, right? It's like a Halloween. Woods? It's a Halloween. It's a Halloween party. No one is dressed up. No, there's no decorations anywhere because they go to someone's house prior to the party, and like, there's not like a jack o' lantern or. You know, it's There's just, one jack lantern in this entire thing, and it's on a Chevy conversion van, and that's it. That's <laughs> and, and and the movie opens with a couple about to go skinny dipping. So yeah, you are, you are skinny dipping in the Midwest in October. Ooh. I don't. October twenty ninth is the best time to I, hop I, in a lake. I am dubious. I'd believe it if it took place in Maryland because you just you never know what you're going to get. on Halloween. Well, that's true. But I, I just assume this is supposed to be the Midwest. Yeah, no, I, I concur. Because I think a lot of movies that are filmed in Europe that are taking place in America, they're just like, I don't know. What do they have? The Midwest. That seems like a place for this. I, I don't understand the layout of this town or its placement and wherever. It's, it's, it's like the Spring uh, Springville of, of The Simpsons. It's not, is it Springville? What is it? Springfield, you're right. Springfield. Yeah, okay, Springfield. Yeah. I said Springville. So that's how fucking out of it I am. Shelbyville is the next town over there. That's rivals. right. I confused the two. Yeah. That's an excuse that I'm going to take to the bank. Yeah. Uh, so uh, after these guys unsuccessfully have sex, uh, she falls over into a floor full of slugs. Oh my and he's like, and, and, and is immediately rendered incapacitated. Yeah. Well, she's got to writhe around nude. Well, yes. Yeah. Like here, I, I don't understand like the biology of the slugs. I, I uh, they have teeth apparently, mm-hmm. but like the mere act of you just kind of falling on them, all of a sudden you're like you're paralyzed. You can't get up. You can't the slime paralyzes. Yeah, you, it's you, the slime. You can't step on any of them. You the, can't smash any of them with your hand. The inexplicably English uh, science teacher at their school ex- talks at length about slug biology. Uh, I mean, I didn't pay attention. Yeah. But he says he, they have several rows of teeth that allow them to grind what they're eating. That, that their, their slime is uh, dissuades predators because predators don't like it, but it, it all, they glide on it like a carpet. I don't think he understands how fucking carpets work. Like I, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know purpose. how the mere act of just rolling around would not kill a bunch of them. Well, she, but a whole bunch of them are zipping inside of her body. She, yeah. As soon as she's on the the ground, they're all like clench that, into her. clench that butt, girl. Jesus. <laughs> she's not too all upset. All of the slugs enter butts. Everyone, they're, they're specific <laughs> I don't know slugs that that's that enter true. butts. I will not even get into what the cockroaches do in the nest. Um... <laughs> So Let's leave that for when we cover the nest. For I think next they left that out April. of the movie adaptation. Uh, <laughs> but the issue with the, yeah, this, the slugs, I think it's just, you're so overwhelmed by the fact that, Ew, oh my God, I've fallen into a ton of slugs. And then before you can do anything about it, they are upon you. Yeah. Plus this and is just to see boobs. And they're chewing their way through you. They're just the lickety split. As soon as she's on the ground, they've bored through her spinal column. The sole special and, effect that they do for a slug is 
a slug going home. <laughs> <laughs> and we see his big old teeth, his big old chompers. So I guess if they all have that. He's got like hippo teeth by the looks of it. He doesn't even have fangs. They look like hippo teeth. This is definitely one of those animal attack movies that suffers for the fact that they decided to use so many real animals. It is very, to bring it up again, it's very like frogs because there are sequences in frogs where like lizards are just crawling towards people and the people have to act afraid. Yeah. Like a woman is killed by a very slowly approaching snapping turtle because it's a real snapping turtle. And what's he going to do? I I mean, well, I know what he'll do when he gets there, but they don't show that. He's just kind of, here I come. Here I come. Yeah, it's like like Night of the Lepus where they just have like, you know, close up a little twitching bunny nose and then somebody like, no, no. A pile of bones. You know? <laughs> it's also like uh, uh, the the steamroller death in uh, Austin Powers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think that we established that you that I mean, Gina, this would be your end because if you fell into a pile of slugs, you would just lay there. <laughs> I probably would. Yeah. I mean, like, I, well, <laughs> I, I, I've had a good run. You know, this is the end. Yeah. This is the end of Gina. I, I yep. always I always knew it would been this way. Um, just <laughs> falling into a pile of slugs. Yeah, um, if um, and once you do, like if you do get bit, although this doesn't seem to happen to Mike, but because of the blood parasite situation, you're eventually going to explode. Hey, and yeah, yeah. What happened yeah. to What happened to Mike? Why did he? Why did he like? Well, like, he's our slug, hero. Why did he slug? Yeah, out? I, I mean, how dare a film of the caliber of slugs be consistent with what happens to people when they're attacked? Mm. I um, mean, if you ever wanted to watch a movie in which someone aggressively parks a K-car station wagon, (laughs) Slugs is the movie for you. Because you will watch Mike pull into parking lots, uh, up sidewalks, uh, up to crime scenes, uh, out to the county sheriff's station. You will see him park every single time and go, wow, that guy can park a (laughs) K-car. And run from it. Well, he always like he always yeah. looks very you know, he always you know, aggressively pulls into places because he never seems to know and nobody ever seems to know who has called him to these to these scenes, because the sheriff is always like, "What are you doing here? What do you want?" And it's like, and then that that old lady just calls whoever. Yeah, she's just been calling everyone in town. Yeah, and yeah. and it's just like you, you who is in, who is in charge of him? Who is calling him to these places? This poor put upon secretary. Yeah, she really gets it in this. I mean, not she she lives as far as we're aware, but she's just abused at work. Yeah. Is what it comes down to. Um, the other musical cue that I, I'm not sure we've talked about is some sort of violin out of a Dracula movie. It's like you're trying to lure the Frankenstein's monster to you or something. Yeah, man. I I I mean I know a lot of you know, low, low budget movies use music in in the public domain. But I mean, this is like they didn't even pick music that went with the scenes. No, no, they just needed something. It's like, oh, they're driving around. Well, you know, here's this like you know '70s cop show music. Perfect. Gina, who has the authority to declare happy birthday in that town? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's not the mayor, I have no idea. The guy who's a, apparently in charge of the water is the, not the main cop, but the side cop. Now see, pieces. Now see, I could have sworn that he and the sheriff were the same character. No, so I was, I, I no. was very confused 
when the sheriff I mean, gets have... many lines, this guy, I think it's almost the cameos so that we remember him from pieces and from pod people. He's yeah. sort of like a, yeah, he's, he's, a he's sort of like a not Leslie Nielsen. He's <laughs> doing his one man show. Leslie Nielsen, Leslie Nielsen, Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> yes. With exclamation points after everything. Yeah, perhaps Absolutely. I wasn't paying as close attention to Slugs the movie <gasps> as as oh I as God. I should have been for this endeavor. Wow. But I wow. I was I'm I was very confused when this character died, and then I thought he there was such a glaring continuity error that he showed up at the end of the movie again, and I <laughs> I I'll give you two things I you. You might think was amusing. I thought that he was being controlled by the slugs. That'd be amazing. <laughs> and, if he and, just like his hat falls off at the end, and he's just got little antennae. Or he's just like, yeah, or he's just like slugs in a sheriff's or, uniform. Or he's <laughs> just like, a, he's just like a pile of slugs shaped into a man. <laughs> and then when I realized, oh, this movie is not that cool, I um, I, I messaged Megan. I was like, wait, is this the same guy? And she's like, she's like, <laughs> she's like, she's like, no, I think that's another guy. I'm like, oh. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of interchangeable white men in this movie. Yeah. yeah, if if the mayor and the sheriff were just a bag of slugs being Cause, operated. Because everybody treats slugs. Mike the same way, where, yeah. man, yeah, a couple people were found with the flesh stripped from their bows, but we, uh, we've got we've got this mall we got to open up. You don't don't yeah. make don't no, don't important. make trouble or anything about these people who were found with the flesh stripped from their bones. No, just that old toxic waste dump. Let's build the mall there. So, but I do have to make one notation here about this character Frank, who's in charge of the water, who says you don't have the authority to declare your happy birthday, and that is we interrupt him eating an, uh, 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 eating a meal of a hamburger with beets and peas. You know, the great American meal. <laughs> Well, I, you know, it occurred to me that all of these movies, you know, you watch say the vast majority of, of animal attack movies, you know, made after 1975, all have the 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 mayor of Amity character, the mm-hmm. the, the yeah. character who you know, yeah, this is bad, but you know, we gotta make money, <laughs> and and yeah. no other sure. movie has done it as well as Jaws has, you know. It, well, no, no, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's just it becomes you know all movies that have had this character in them you know it just becomes you know extremely implausible after after a point that particularly like i mean you would get that you know a mayor of a seaside town would kind of minimize shark attacks you know Mm -hmm. as as a as a rare thing yeah okay this girl got killed that's bad but this is probably not going to happen again but when you have you know the the you know the police chief or whatever the hell he was and like the water guy and the mayor basically ignoring that these ca- the people are being found with no skin on their bones with their eyeballs eaten out and say yeah, yeah no we, we need to not talk about this because our mall may not get built I don't know. That death could have been suicide. We, we need a <laughs> medical examiner to really do I mean, this thing and look. Even the fact that Mike says well he was looking he was inspecting like some new houses being built in the development and they were all covered in slug trails I'm like i feel like somebody should you know drive around there and maybe lay down yeah. some yeah i mean whether or not the slugs are carnivorous nobody wants to build a home you know where there is a slug infestation uh, i mean you'd think well yeah i <laughs> uh, <laughs> We also find a, a dead body that 
mysteriously explodes halfway through the footage of it inside this little vegetable shed. Yes. And then it kind of, I think I, I figured out what the hidden agenda of slugs is. This is an anti-vegetable diatribe. <laughs> Everyone who eats vegetables dies. You know, I was I was thinking about that, that like, you know, if, uh, what's his face, if David had gotten that steak... Yeah, his yeah. face wouldn't have melted. His face wouldn't have melted off. It's true. You're right. Yeah. And so if you have the choice between a salad and a steak, take the steak unless you want your face to melt. So there you off. go, Patrick. If Becky, if Becky ever tries to encourage you to go on a vegetarian diet, mm-hmm. you can look at her, point at your face, say, "Do you love this face? Do you want it to melt off in front of your very eyes?" I, I'm. We will have to ask her in a couple of weeks, but I have a feeling she might go <laughs> with her hand waving back and forth, like in a kinda. She's like, I, I really mean, enjoy she a salad. Want to clean up a worm explosion, but still. yeah, I mean, if you you know, you might live and have a little bit of a two faced thing going on. That could be kind of cool. <laughs> She'd just make you go outside once it started to seem like it was getting close. She'd be like, Why don't you just head out <sighs> to the patio? Yeah. <laughs> So we could just use Do the hose on that. Do faces live in a society or is it just the Jokers? I think it's just the Jokers. <sighs> yeah. I wanted to live in a society. Oh, well. Um, I live in a world in which the dancing in this movie is a fucking war crime. I'll tell you that right This now. party is lame. Oh, uh, not that oh, I ever yeah. went to a party. I never went to a party in high school, but I would not have gone to this one. Yeah. I, 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 we were not missing out on much. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. This is what and people are doing. Pam is is getting it from one guy who's like, I'm just your friend. Now I'm going to put my hand down your pants. And she's like, fuck this noise. And then another guy puts on a skull mask and <laughs> says, I'm going to sexually assault you. And then she falls into an open sewer and is killed by slugs. So she her congratulations for, for surviving and avoiding two sexual assaults is to get murdered by slugs. So this movie's got a really great idea about sex. I would say that, that, you know, we, we, we sometimes, you know, have you cover movies that have a really, really high death count. This doesn't have yeah. a high enough death count. No. <laughs> no, no. The mayor doesn't get it. The sheriff doesn't get it. The, the water guy does get it, but that's about it. Like none of the Buy his toilet. Get it. So let's all think about how that probably happened. Maureen lives uh, probably because she's pickled herself mm-hmm. and the slugs don't like that, I'm guessing. <laughs> the slugs just leave. They get a little bite. They're like, oh, no. Uh, the sheriff's deputy who had seen less gross things than who, who was a nom at age nine, apparently. <laughs> yeah. That's and, another and, reason why this movie should have been made in 1981. I think part of that with, with Pam is that I don't recall if anything exactly similar happens in the book because they don't have Halloween in England. So I, but these sorts of books do have a tendency to, they don't follow any kind of quote unquote, like horror rules of, Oh, well, if you're, you know, the, the good girl, as it were, you're fine. Every, an animal's going to get you no matter who you are where. So mm-hmm. at least I respect its devotion to that, but also poor Pam just wanted to study for her test. I mean, no, she just wanted to go home from the shitty party and mm-hmm. she, it couldn't happen for her. Uh, Mike, they get like a secret potion that the science teacher invents mm-hmm. to kill slugs. That explodes upon contact with water. And then Mike's like, I've got a great idea. Let's take it into the sewer. <laughs> Let's. Which he's like oof. cold. Like that is a terrible idea. And he's like, oh, a terrible idea that just might work. 
Yeah. And somehow everyone listens to Let's him. Let's blow up the entire town to kill the slugs. You know, that I'm okay with. Some towns got to well, go. Well, that's true, They're, yeah. They can't all be good, Gina. That's true. That's no, true. I mean, sometimes it's got to be like phantoms, and it's just everybody got to go. Yeah. Sometimes they have to be erased off the face of the planet. There's nothing left for these people. It's now the toxic slugs town. Yeah. Just leave it to them. They and earned it. They go and get Dawn. Poor Dawn, mm-hmm. who just wants to play football. And all he wants to do is play football with, with his so he has a family. Those are his two kids. Yeah, his sons are going to the party, so they're out of the way. Oh, but Maria just wants to stay at home. And I mean, again, because they owe a lot of this to Jaws, they're just going to get drunk and fool around. <laughs> uh, but he promises her that he's going to come back. And uh, I, spoiler alert, he does not. Don, no. R.I.P. Don. He's a no, hero. He falls, he falls into a slug well and just gets at live. Um, and after they search around that that this movie is a, at a lightning pace until they go into the sewers and then it slows down <laughs> they can't find where those slugs are coming from even though there's slugs everywhere at one point they just like throw an open electric cable into a, an open water source and it just electrifies some slugs and the science teacher talks about oh that's probably their breeding ground but we've seen them lay eggs all over plants right they're breeding wherever they want where you lay eggs isn't exactly where you where they're having sex and well one i don't know if slugs have to have sex with each other no he mentions he mentions Uh, they can they can fertilize their own eggs also earlier in the film when kim and mike are having sex there are slugs on their window watching them and also having sex so yeah. they're just doing it where, wherever they where want did they learn it they learned it from them <laughs> oh and now these slugs are they don't what are kim and mike sex. doing mm, okay you know. mm. all right listen these slugs don't have to have sex with one another they like having sex with that's one fine another. they can whatever they, they like they do it for pleasure they do it for fun they do it's it to procreate <laughs> it's healthy okay these slugs love to do it. It probably looks like a shunting, but that's their own business. <laughs> much, much like, much like everybody, all the humans in town, they just cannot stop doing it. No, they just <laughs> got to get this some town is so horny. <laughs> but not, but again, not in a sexy way. In a kind of repulsive, no. repulsive sort of way. No, no, this movie is all repulsive. Every part of it is repulsive. Everyone's, the idea of eating pizza is repulsive in slugs. Everyone is in a marriage that is on the edge. <laughs> Which makes you wonder it how they're still be. having sex so often. I that's usually the first that's the usually the first thing, thing that to, is keeping them together say, the, is the dangerous slug filled. That's, that's usually the first thing to go when your marriage goes south. Not not in he, Ash. Yeah. Here, the first thing to go is steak, and then (laughs) first you can't have the dinner you want. (laughs) Then you can't have a wild hors d'oeuvre, which is how he refers to their love making. And then your face melts off. (laughs) And then your face melts off. Yeah, uh, actually, we we already mentioned it a little bit, but of course, it should be noted that the chemistry teacher pal dude is. um, Are we British then? But I think. (laughs) Probably wasn't British. No, he's Spanish. All of this stuff is ADR. Yeah, I looked it up. I was like, "Wait, is this? Where did they find this guy?" It seems like, like, oh, it, no, it, that character seems to had been set up specifically just to die, and then he doesn't. Yeah. No. no, and if you need him to open up a manhole cover, he is not your dude. No, he 
openly fails at. Well, that's why I thought that the, the, the I thought that the the white haired guy who shows up there and kind of looks at him sort of sinisterly was was the you know the guy who died earlier because he the like the the scientist like looks up at him like like oh it's you and then like looks all like nervous and I'm like okay. Well, because they're not supposed to be doing that. It's sort oh. of like, you know, Ghostbusters 2. Oh, well, okay. All right. <laughs> what are you doing here in the manhole? This is exactly like Ghostbusters 2. Just the slimy. Be released one year later. So we know where they go. Which is it amazing from. because, like you were saying, this they're two very different breed of 80s. Yeah. Very like much I said, so. you, if you told me that this movie had been sitting on the shelf for seven years before they released it, I absolutely would believe you. Yeah. And for all I know, it was like, for, like this could have been made in 1985. There would be no difference in the end result of it. And it yeah. just sat around and someone said, wait a second. We, we spent uh 1.25 million on a movie named slugs. Maybe we should edit the footage together. And someone else said, no, I've seen some of the footage. He's like, I said, do it, Jerry. <laughs> and then we got slugs. And then they blow up the whole town, and the pyro budget is absolutely worth it. That they show the same they show the same building blowing up twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> well, it was a great explosion. Explosions are happening all around the children at their party. Yeah, uh, who eventually react? Like manhole <laughs> covers are exploding, and finally someone's just like, ah! <laughs> the Jaeger is flowing at that party, Ooh. though, Megan. They're getting they're getting mm. lit up in that piece. Sure, it's a terrible wows. party. Just dancing <laughs> around someone's truck. <laughs> that is very realistic to the three parties that I attended in high school. Mm. It was a lot of dancing around a truck. All right. <laughs> but it's all for naught because mm. one slug survived and all it takes is one. Yep. And then the earth is over. So. Even though that remaining slug is on top of a grate, which is probably 7,000 degrees. <laughs> and I don't think slugs are immune to heat, but all right. No, I don't think the slime protects them for that because they done blowed up real good yeah. before that. So why he's not, um, uh, you know, slug fricassee in that very moment, uh, I couldn't tell you. I also like that you can kind of tell that that slug does i mean obviously he doesn't know he's being filmed but it's just this sort of like well uh why am i on this why'd you put me here um megan you bring up a great point how many slugs do you think were aware that they were being filmed and were playing to the back of the um the one that sneaks out and eats the hamster i think Mm -hmm. he knew he was this was his moment no that slug was that that's your premiere yeah that's that's your top of the call sleet, call sheet slug right there. Like he um, he was ready. Yeah. So that just about does it. But of course, before we go, it's time to play a little game, and we call it Choose Your Own Death Adventure. And that's where we decide of the deaths presented in this motion picture, which one would you choose if forced, and why? Up for bid, you have a slug couch. You have a hatchet to your hand, and you explode. Post coital slugging. Uh, we have a slug explosion. We have more slugs on your grains. We got a slug burger. We have a slug sexual assault and slug stew. Uh, Megan, you're uh. our guest and resident slugs expert. <laughs> and I choose you to go first. Well, I definitely do not want 
my head to explode because he was in a lot of gastrointestinal distress before that. And mm-hmm. I don't need that in my life. Um, Are there any of these that you do need in your life? Well, no, but I'd rather not spend my entire life. night like coughing up blood or, you know, tasting metal in my mouth, whatever that guy was going through first. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess I'd want to go out like Pam. Cause she just seems to kind of fall face into it and, that's the end. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's All a right. lot of suffering and you reach up towards a boyfriend who up until this point was, was sexing you so good that you're openly weeping. No, no, no. Pam, the one who falls in the sewer. Oh. Not, no. Cause I don't want my last moments on earth to have been getting railed by that guy. <laughs> Your last moments on earth are almost getting railed by two other guys. No, the, my last moments on earth are running. Through the forest. She, she managed to maintain sure. her virtue. I'm not even worried about that. I just, that, not that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, I'll give you that one. Uh, Gina, what say you? Yeah, I, I originally was going to say face melting, but yeah, I have to uh, agree with Megan. That guy seemed to be suffering a lot of discomfort in the hours leading up to that. And I, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take yeah. the, what seemed to be a, uh, uh, the fairly quick one of the opening scene where the guy just falls into the water and, and just gets like chummed to death. Mm. Yeah. But mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. I before I pass the microphone over to you, Patrick, I'm looking at the yeah. goofs page for a slug <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> on IMDb. Does it say the entire running time? Yeah. After goofs? <laughs> uh, my favorite one is incorrectly regarded as goofs, <laughs> which says normal slugs don't have teeth, but these. <laughs> are mutant slugs. <laughs> In case you were wondering. Mm, point made. Point made. Uh, asked and answered. Uh, courtroom Who wrote that? Who filled that in? Who was sitting at home Name one day? Yourself. Come forward and, and say your piece in front of us in this, this slug court. In front of God and everyone. Yeah. Um, oh boy. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with postcoital slugging. But really, instead of mm. instead of the girl who falls on the ground immediately, I wanna I wanna be that mutant guy who fails to do the floor is lava maneuver to get to the window and then falls in because that feels very me. <laughs> I mean, you're all right having incredibly unsatisfying sex immediately beforehand. Uh, I mean, I think that's what high school and my early 20s was. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> there was plenty of uncomfortable sex having, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I, It got better, uh, everyone. I, I really worked at it. So <laughs> getting great reviews now. <laughs> Just want to put that out there. It's uh, not available, but just so you know, I, you know, put you know, put together a, a a mood board, and I said this is what I'm trying working towards attaining, and I I practiced really hard to get there. Manifested, yeah, the secret. That's <laughs> the secret, all right. Uh, Megan, where can people find you on these here internets? Uh, I am the co-host of Let's Get Weirding, a Dune podcast with my friend 
Bow North. And we discussed a Frank Herbert student series chapter by chapter. Right now we are on Children of Dune. So everyone come on over. It's a great time. There are no slugs, but there are worms. Yes. Giant sane worms uh, who do have teeth, I believe. Oh, yes, they do. Yeah. Uh, Gina, uh, where can people find you on these here? I write about movies and television at theschool.net, and I am on Twitter under Porcelain72. Do it today, people. Check it out. Uh, We had a new review on uh, iTunes, so thank you very much. If if you were Space Tori, uh, she recommended that uh, we check out a movie that I can't remember. I will. Uh, it is also an Animal Attacks movie, though. <laughs> I think it is The Nesting. It's the cockroach one. Mm. Oh, no, no, no. It's Evil Ed. But what I need to know from Space Tori is, are you talking about the Swedish movie Evil Ed or Fright Night? Because Gina will want us to do Fright Night eventually. Oh, yes. I can, I can, I can, I can speak at length about Fright Night. Yes. Uh, Evil Ed, I'm I'm less sure about. I know I've seen the video cover, but I don't think I've ever seen the film. So you need to be more specific. Uh, Let us know on any of our social handles. And that just about does it for this edition of Animal Attacks April. Next week, a whole new movie slithering at you. It is not slither. Um, It is a snake movie called Anaconda. Uh, it's a giant snake movie with, uh, where everyone is acting towards the back rafters. Uh, it's very sweaty and occasionally sexy. And of course, I'm only referring to the snake. Uh, that just about does it. Uh, the body count will continue for myself and for Gina and for Megan. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye.